What's going on, you guys? This is Chance from So About Yesterday, and I'm with my host, Sarah Maurer. She's in the building, but today we have a very, very special guest. We have the weatherman in the house. You may know him as JR. So everyone, welcome JR to our show. JR, how are you doing today, my friend? Yo, what's going on? I appreciate you letting me in on all this, like, funness. I know. Welcome. Welcome. We, we welcome <laughs> you. And, and, and every, how's everyone's week? Sarah, how was your, your week? Oh, it's going good. good. Not bad. Yeah. I, yeah. Fourth of July. Fourth of July. Uh, what you do? What you do? I was in my backyard. Um, and the nice thing about Michigan is that everyone around you likes to spend millions of dollars on fireworks. So no matter where you're at, you can just see a show. Uh, so my neighborhood sounded like Baghdad. So it was pretty, it's pretty interesting. That's some G shit right there. How yeah. about you, Jr? How was your Fourth of July? It was cool, man. I uh, what did I do? Oh yeah, I went to my friend's house. Uh, if you follow me on Instagram, it's okay, where can they follow you? Uh, Where's it at? That's Random Jr. And that's J A Y R and Instagram. Um, if you follow me on there, my story played out where. Um, my normal work shit and then i went to this party my friend's party and it started off with some dominican liquor i said mm. i told everybody mm. pray for me because from straight from the dr uh mm. we finished off that one bottle went into the second one mm. and wow. from the second one uh i don't want to throw nobody's under the bus but from that second one and we go outside to you know smoke a little bit just to chill out right seems like somebody passed out Oh, oh, no. Call the ambulance. Oh, oh no! But this is uh, on American soil, right? This is and Bayonne, they made it a big thing, bro. They oh. they pulled up like three different ambulances. Uh, police came in. I was a little oh, shook because I was really smoking. And I was like, oh shit! Cops yeah. are here. It was a whole big thing. Um, yeah. But everybody was safe. It was more of a dehydration thing. Nothing that came okay. from the ER affected anybody. You know. Good. Yeah, and it, it happens. Yeah. It's a scary thing, though. I I never, I seen people faint, but I never like, like looked at that person faint and like see it in their face. It's mind blowing. I was That's like, what the fuck? It's scary. Scary, yep. especially because I'm in the dr uh, right now. Oh, uh, oh shit. Yeah. at this very moment, yeah. that this is yeah. recording. No. Okay, just no. okay. I'm cheating. Not I'm playing. Right now, so while we're pre-recording we're this episode. So just in case if I die, you guys can still have an episode of So About Yesterday, but I know I'll be coming back fine in one piece. So this is just like a pre-recording to give everyone a little vacation and so forth. And speaking of vacation, Tony's not here with us on this episode, so hopefully he'll join us on the next one. Yes. Uh, but anyway. Uh, For sure. Yeah, I know. He'll, hopefully he'll, he'll be on the next episode. But but speaking of just kind of like crazy events and so forth, um, a lot of listeners have been approaching me, asking me about how you and I met, Sarah. So would you like to yeah. give the little rundown of how you and I, uh, who never worked together or seen each other before, actually linked up together? Which oh, is absolutely. I, I, I just want to jump in there real quick, which is mind-blowing to me. Chance is completely a different human being. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't the way he looks and everything. And if you see him, my lord, you're like, well, this is a scary dude. But then you mm-hmm. talk to him, and I'm like, no, this guy is. He ate a white dude, and the white yeah. dude is just controlling him. I'm like Will Smith 3.0. I, I don't know. It's just weird. Um, but funny. it blew my mind that Sarah 
knew you yeah. and everything. It, it was just like, I was like, oh, hold on. We're doing a whole podcast together? Yeah. It Shocker. was so weird because, I mean, honestly, it's one of those, like, internet connections where I just, on Facebook, said, hey, anyone doing a podcast or know of someone that you know could get me hooked up because i wanted to get into the podcast realm uh and one of my friends cat said hey yeah this guy chance shout should, out to cat uh, shout out to cat she'll be on an episode very soon absolutely Look out for that but yeah mm-hmm. shout out to cat but she she uh she shouted it out and i you know we messaged each other we said this sounds great we talked over the phone about podcasts and you know the huge and we decided it, it sounded like a good thing and i guess i got i got i got a lot of good uh new jersey love and a lot of people gave me some mad respect so chance is like yeah let's do this because yeah. <laughs> so, i was doing some background work on you i was doing some investigative yeah, i don't blame work. you i was like yeah so this girl she seems awesome but this is kind of like my first ever podcast and right. i don't want her to kind of like i don't want like some a, weird girl yeah i yeah. get that yeah. you know so you know everyone does isn't that funny everyone is like perfect like yeah. during their interview and then when they get hired for the job that's when they start showing their true selves and so forth well, right. the first couple of days you always have to be like on point then right. once you learn that you could right. take a longer break right. you, you gotta go slowly into it you know yeah. exactly. it's like the frog in the boiling pot of water you can't let someone know they're getting boiled no cool. facts and speaking of don't frog, worry i'm not gonna boil you that's not you <laughs> said frog right. in the boiled water i yeah. never heard that that's why i was like oh no. No. oh that's for sure a saying oh my god i'm so glad you frog. said frog I yeah there's said... a frog in a like when you cook a frog you right. t- or a lobster i guess okay, okay i would lobster. say a lobster yeah i can do a lobster, no, like lobster. the original saying is frog some great like biscuits. You up, but you turn up the heat and they don't realize you slowly you don't shake your head at me mm. <laughs> I'm, I'm like looking at this up boil <laughs> i was just saying frog because it makes a great great segue to our topic today <laughs> yeah which is actually about your prince charming and your princess oh. charming and that's a good what divines beauty uh so you know today we have a nice roster of just questions and just exploring what really is beauty and i did research at the uh before the episode looking for the ugliest person in the world and one particular individual showed up and towards the end of the podcast i'm going to go ahead and play an excerpt from her ted yes. talk uh so anyway uh moving forward let me ask you guys what is the most beautiful thing you have ever seen it could be a person it could be a thing what is the most beautiful thing or person you have ever seen i'll start off my wife future wife to be she is the most beautiful person that's adorable i've ever seen i she's not a thing she's a human being with feelings right but no i'd say that she's beautiful uh for three things number one She's very selfless. She has a beautiful inside. Number two, she's very likable. It's very hard to hate her. If you don't like her, then you like are a bad person. And then finally, um, she just her she gives off good energy. So I, I think to me, beauty goes beyond kind of looks. Because for me, I'm a big guy, 
and you know I'm no like Tom Cruise or some Idris Elba or whatever but what I do know is that growing up you know when I tried to talk to other women I had I was self-aware I knew I wasn't like the, the hottest guy in the room so I knew that my pickings couldn't be I couldn't be that picky I couldn't be like yeah I want like a person who's a 10 who looks like Tyra Banks da, 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 mixed with Britney Spears da, da, da. I, I couldn't do that so I knew that I had to make a compromise and really go for someone who had a beautiful personality because I knew that someone with a beautiful personality couldn't turn me down so I had a better chance being with someone who had a better personality than someone who was more beautiful that makes sense yeah you're just shooting for like the personalities to click yeah because I have low self-esteem so with that low self-esteem and that I'll be real your wife is literally Tyra Banks she's gorgeous I appreciate you I got super lucky I've never seen your wife bro Oh, I've never okay. met her, but I've seen a no. picture and jeez. Oh, I'll send it. Yeah, she's she's like beautiful. Yeah. I was just like, are you sure? You want What's to be her name again? I'm so sorry. Her name is Jasmine. Jasmine, like, uh, you are beautiful. Oh, she's shout gonna, out! She's gonna shout love out to that. Jasmine. <laughs> just, I, I'm sure you're a lovely person, person as well. You. Just, she got I'm all her saying. teeth in her mouth. She got. <laughs> you know. She's yeah, got she, that good credit though. Yeah, she Ooh. takes showers. She she brushes her teeth. She, she's yes. very clean. She reads. Nice. You know, she has ambition. That's just a whole checklist. Yeah, because I can't read that good. So she can like read to me, if anything. So bed nighttime. night nighttime stories are the bomb. But anyway, yeah. uh, well, what about you guys? What what What's the most beautiful thing, person you've ever Ooh. seen? Thing or person? Yeah, anything. Whether it could be That's the hard. Like, I, you know what? Me. I can say... A moment. Let's let's. I can't. I can't narrow okay. it down to one person or one thing. I'm gonna say a moment. Like uh, I have seen, like somebody hand some somebody like something to eat. I seen like moments like that. I'm thinking beautiful things like that. That's that's mm-hmm. what I'm thinking of. Like a moment that happens. Like a moment that somebody's helping out another person. I seen things like that. Can I pinpoint a time? No. Uh, I would really think, I'm, I'm trying to think of a time. It's like not coming to me. I was like thinking of a person, nothing. A uh, moment, none. I, I would just say a time, you know what? A time I was talking to this older person and he mentioned to me that uh, he opened up and let me know that his wife passed away and he was opening up and let me know that he was trying out dating and it was like new to him and he was asking me for some tips and stuff like that and it just him coming from a different world he was a veteran and everything and it just felt amazing that he was just talking to me uh like and just mentioning this and then from that moment it went on because he mentioned it to me we talked about it a little bit he came back told me how the date went they went to some pool, they That's had some dope. drinks, and they always been friends. And like for him to just mention that to me and tell me like how much he loved his wife and how much everything was working and like I'm scared to try something new and I'm gonna let you know this because I feel as though I'm never gonna meet you again. I was like, wow. oh, that's cool, man. But I was like, wow. I, I do meet you again. And when he came back yeah. and told me how everything went, I, I just felt like, that was like a bigger connection. Like I never connected with anybody like that. Never expected anybody to open up that much to me. That's dope. That's I, beautiful. I would say that's, that's a dope. beautiful moment. 
that's like a hallmark moment that needs to be like I like I get commercial. And it was hard for me to talk about it because it was great it was like wow. so it got me so choked up but wow. it it was a beautiful moment wow Damn. Top like, that, Sarah. I like that. No, I don't know if I could top that, though. I mean, I was going to go with the place. Yeah, go. Um, I think I think the first time I've ever been to New York, just uh, like Manhattan, mm. just I grew up in a small town uh, right next to Gettysburg. So oh, I lived out in the middle of nowhere, Pennsylvania. Oh my God, and where the Gettysburg Address, like that's oh, the yeah, point. there's literally nothing to do. Like the best thing you could do on a Saturday night is go to Walmart or go to the movie theater. It was wow. the worst. Uh, um, you know, and I think, oh, was, oh <laughs> there was nothing. People like drag race up and down the streets because like, like, like buggies. Buggies? No, well, buggies and you know, it's funny, work. the college town that I lived in, when I went to college, uh, the McDonald's I worked at, like, people yeah. would park their buggies. No. Yeah, they would come in That's for ice cream cones all huh? the time. Can I ask you a um, question? Did, yeah, your, yeah. did your milkshake machine always stop working mysteriously around, like, 9 o'clock? Oh, for sure. Yeah, because you got to clean oh. it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Just got to make yeah. sure. Because that seems to be a thing that all McDonald's... It's definitely a thing. Yeah, don't get a milkshake or an ice cream cone past like 10 o'clock at night. Because mm-hmm. well, because you're not going to, because they're just going to tell you it's not working, but it's a lie. They just had to clean it. Man, you could probably, if it's a 24-hour McDonald's, you could definitely get away with getting one at like 3 a.m. We need to do like a fast food episode because I have a oh, lot of should. questions. Yes. I'm a patron of the arts. I worked at McDonald's and Arby's, so I could tell you a lot. No, did you know that Ar- I didn't know that Arby's owned Buffalo Wild Wings? Did no you know shit. That? Really? Yeah. Wow. Oh, and also McDonald's owns life. Chipotle. I never ate at Arby's. Yeah, it's the They bomb. own Chipotle? Like, yes. Really? Own, yeah, Is this McDonald's. recent? Uh, I don't know. It's been there for a while. But when someone told me, yeah, I hope you're enjoying your McDonald's, I'm like, what are you talking about? This is Chipotle. And I looked at my bag, and it's like the part of the McDonald's corporation. So, yeah, the more you know, the more you grow. And if you guys do not eat pork, make sure you do not eat Starburst or Skittles because they have pork in them. What? Why? There's pork, the gluten, the thing that makes it juicy and chewy is pork. So if you are like, I don't eat pork, do not eat Skittles or Starburst. Heads up. But if you do want to go ahead and eat Oreos, you can do that because that's a vegan product. And oh yeah, one more thing. Quaker Oats is not actually owned or started by actual Quakers. The marketing team actually thought that people would be more likely to buy something that sounded like it came for Quakers because it sounded it was because Quakers do things fresh. They do things from the farm. But Quaker Oats was not started by a Quaker. That was just kind of stolen identity. And I thought that's insane. So the next time you buy Quaker Oats, it's not like fresh like the Quakers. I, well, you know, it's funny. Pennsylvania yeah. was started by Quakers. So Mm. And all they got to show for You're is just blowing uh, my mind with all this stuff. You're blowing yeah. my mind with all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, Hershey like, Park, that's all they The only thing about Pennsylvania to you is Hershey Park. That's great. Yes. Oh, yeah. No, Rockies, Philadelphia. Yeah, all you guys got is Hershey Park. I'm sorry. No, um, that's okay. I'm just playing. Respect to everyone in Pennsylvania. Um, but and everyone. If you see what I look like, I don't think that I would be welcome in that part of Pennsylvania but I don't see color 
You know what? I like. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, to be honest, yeah, there were probably like three kidding. black kids at my high school, so you're not wrong. Yeah, so I'm just like. Mm. But like, it's not. It's not that southern. Mm. Like it's there. It's. We'll Everyone with, gets along. If I if you say that, I mean, like legally, it's just, you have to just get along. not legally, yeah, right. of course. But I just mean like, <laughs> just <part>. like, and <laughs> then well, you like you're in a back row. Like it's not like, right. like I'm just saying like people are civil. Like it's not, it's not like like it's not weird. It's just, it's just not as many. Look at you standing up for Pennsylvania. Diversities. I, I, I wouldn't normally. It's not. It's yeah. not my favorite. So, but we'll do this on the next episode. We'll, we'll talk about. So yeah, we'll, this, this is great information. But okay. So moral of the so, story: yeah. New York, Manhattan skyscrapers. Man. Being able to see how many people and how many things can really just come from that one city was beautiful. Okay. Did you take the train in? Did you get the full like? I mean, I have like the no, first the, time. The first time. No, well, the first time I took the train in from Long Island, actually. Mm. So that's not the greatest because Long Island Railroad sucks. Okay. Um, sorry, Long Island Railroad. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Long Island. Long Island. I'm sorry, man. Lir is not the place to be. Um, I, you could do a little better, but <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but New Jersey Transit, like when I lived in New Jersey, you know that's that's where it's at. You get a little boy, scenery. Boy, New Jersey Transit. When I came from Washington D.C. to New Jersey and took the New Jersey Transit to Port Authority, people in New Jersey can't. Okay, uh-huh. people in New Jersey are amazing people. I love them. Yeah. You guys are great. But you do have some uh, neighbors um, that can't drive for crap. No. No. Like, I thought I was like in the speed movie when I was mm-hmm. when, when Jasmine and I were on our way from Linden to Port Authority, get in the bus, the bus starts like doing its thing. Then we go to Jersey Gardens. And then when we leave Jersey Gardens, there's a grandmother who forgot to get off the bus. So like the driver... The lady said, oh, I'm sorry. I forgot to get off. I was busy, you know, helping my grandson, da, 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 you know, grandma stuff. And the guy, yeah. the bus driver, oh, come on, lady. We all have somewhere to go. You can't be holding everybody up. Just tearing this poor, you know, seven-year-old woman a brand new a-hole simply because, you know, age got to her and she forgot to get off, like, at the gardens Oof. and stuff. As soon as we left her, like, dropped her off, said, you're going to have to get off here because I'm not going to go ahead and make myself late dropped her off like in the corner of the street I mean, and just kinda drove off like a bat out of wait, hell. This was a bus, right? This was a bus, the New Jersey Transit. And she bus. missed her stop previous to that? No, we were literally okay. Driving on? Yeah, yeah, she missed she missed her spot. We were basically when you, you go into Jersey Gardens, you see the big yeah. sign, right? We were at the sign that said Jersey Gardens. Yeah, but yeah. he kept on driving because he was a dick, and I don't know. He was just in his feelings and thought that he could take a shit on this poor lady simply by ostracizing her in bunch of a front of in bunch of a front of, in front of a bunch of strangers, and just kind of like having a real oh, like. This was a know, bus driver who did this. This is a bus driver, and mm-hmm. he was like a jerk. And then he told people, mm-hmm. uh, "Don't be playing loud music on my bus." Da, da, da. Maybe he had a bad day. We all have bad days. 
But then I like drove, it. then I got on a bus again a few months later, and somebody else, but shit driver. But that's okay. But Your first mistake was taking the bus, is what I can tell you right there. Like that eighteen dollars to go into that's New a, York. That's the first problem. Good. I don't think I've ever taken a bus anywhere in the vicinity of New Jersey or New York. No, you never take a bus. Mm-hmm. Too fancy for a bus, Sarah? No, I just park like because I was I lived in Union, <laughs> so I just go to Union or Elizabeth, park there, and then just take New Jersey uh-huh. Transit all the way in. But then again, like you know, you gotta pay for the ticket. I get that, but like I, I'm not trying to be bougie about it, but I'm just saying like, yeah, it's it, it's a bus. And that's actually <laughs> what love is. It's a whole different realm there, yeah. you know? And you know what? That makes it a great segue as to what's the ugliest thing you have seen. So going piggybacking off of that, the ugliest thing I've seen is a public servant who has disrespected an elderly person, you know, in front of a bunch of strangers. I think personality is the ugliest because I think beauty is an eye of the beholder and who the hell am I to say that you're ugly because I'm not you know the hottest crayon in the box myself you know but like for you to kind of like say yeah I don't like this person because their face is weird or their eyes are just kind of you know awkward and stuff you know that that kind of shows imperfection in you but you guys what is the ugliest thing you've seen ugliest person you've seen now, this is you know because it was easy with the beautiful, but you know, right. you guys can be now honest. Just, um, I say Sarah goes first. Um, okay. I, I thought you were too nice there. I, yeah, like, I got to put you on the spot. I was like, mm. I got to think about it for a second. There was what, uh, I mean, what originally comes to mind um, is let's see, Miss, Miss America high school student there was this <laughs> I know that's like what are you talking about um, right there was well there was an article um, recently about this kid who and I don't think I could pull up all the information because I'm just spitballing off the top of my head but this kid who uh, asked this girl one of the popular girls in high school to go to prom and she said yes nice and she said yes because she was playing a joke on him because he was on the spectrum because he had autism and because they were all making fun of him so it turns out that everyone made fun of him that she said i'm not taking you ha so turns around miss america it was it was I forget which state is, I think maybe a Southern state. Um, let's say Alabama, who knows? And she says like, she finds out about this. Uh, so she decides that she's going to take him to prom. Yeah. And beautiful Miss America pageant winner takes this high schooler prom because all of these kids were making fun of him and he gets to go to prom in Miss America. And I thought like, I think that's the ugliest when people are bullies mm-hmm. and especially in high school, man, that's the time where you're most uncomfortable with yourself and you're really questioning like how you feel in your body. And when people, no matter if you're in high school or you're an adult, when people really just mess with you like that, 
That is the ugliest thing I could think of. I can actually attest to that. To actually, I can actually attest to that low key in middle school. Yeah. Um, I was like, you guys ever seen the Cleveland show? Yeah. yeah. You know, Cleveland Brown's son? Yeah. That was me. Daddy, you know, just kind of like that was me to a T. So imagine Cleveland Brown's son yes. in middle school. I think that's what he was in the TV show. Anyway, yes. had a crush on a girl named I won't. Oh, well, her name is Megan. You don't. You won't know her last okay. name. Okay. But asked Megan out, and she was one of the popular girls, and she decided to be my girlfriend, and I was super surprised. Like, holy crap you actually would like to like date me you know and then the next thing i know a week later she breaks up with me uh but i find out you know that you know we go on a movie day so like a movie day is just like for middle school it's like going to her house and we were watching the sixth sense and stuff and my mom was so proud of me having a girlfriend and everything that she actually stood outside the house i guess just chilling reading the paper doing whatever just letting me be a little grown middle schooler anyway a week later she breaks up with me we've been together for a week seven days and i find out <laughs> he said feels it it was seven days with seven good days seven, seven days. days um <laughs> she actually got beat by one of the bullies at my school his name is Raphael. Yeah. um yeah she got paid twenty dollars just to date me as a bet for a week now that was what a, a rude sh- bitch yeah now let's fast forward all right the megan bully, the, funny, breaks. the crazy part is, is the, I know this is this is what happens. Fast forward <laughs> ten years, right? Uh, number yeah. one, she is a recovering alcoholic. She Whoa. had a failed marriage, so yeah, she had a lot of shit. She had a lot of karma come back to her. And the guy that went ahead and paid her twenty dollars to date me to embarrass me in front of the school, you know, uh-huh. he actually came out of the closet and so forth. And he had like a lot of self hatred. So I say this to say. You guys, if you ever get wronged by anybody, the monarch of the world, world may be long, but it bends towards justice. Martin Luther King said that. I probably yeah. misquoted it, but you can't get away with shit. So if You're someone doesn't care, yourself, let the man. universe take care of them, because I promise you it will come back and haunt them. At one of my jobs, and people that were treating me like crazy, out of nowhere, started either leaving or getting fired and stuff. And I didn't have to do nothing. I was just being my nice self. I, I didn't wish anything bad upon anyone. You know, I just kind of say, you know what? You're hurt people hurt people. And for you to have that much passion and energy to right. really. And then actually, and then my mom, not my mom. Somebody told me, well, damn, she dated you for $20. That's what prostitutes do. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> I didn't even sleep with her. That's crazy. Man, She's but no. A horrible prostitute. That's seven seven days, twenty dollars. Let's break that oh, math down. Like that's, that's the minimum wage. Yeah. That's like what we pay people to like make iPhones and shit in China. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free which you can use right from your phone or computer. Anything you want. Creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard everywhere. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google's Podcasts, your mom's podcast. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, just hustling all over the place. 
Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. But anyway, yes. <laughs> so to piggyback off of what you're saying, Sarah, the world yeah. is very fucked up, but somehow the world has a way of making things yeah, work out at the very end. You know, yeah. somehow yeah. the good people always end up winning, even though we don't feel like we're winning. But I'm yeah, so dude, sorry. I was, I was bullied when I was younger. I was bullied really? in middle school, what? Uh, a little bit in high school, and in college. What? Isn't it in college? college? Yeah. No. That's, what, that's always the reaction I get, too. Like, College, college people bullied you for sure. It's too expensive to bully people in college. They should be right? worried about paying like <laughs> student loans. No, I know you should just do your own thing, get you know your own mm-hmm. education, and then live your own life. No, like in college, it was a struggle. I, like college. I had these, I had these two girls that I can tell you right now, like they bullied me so hard. I had dreams about beating them up for years afterwards. Where are they now? Do you, do you ever like do any Facebook stuff and be like, yeah, I wonder what they're doing with their life? You know what I have, and you know it's funny because you actually said about like the middle school thing. Like the one girl I believe is now uh, lesbian, uh, um, and I, I I'm curious if like and yeah, it's good for her. Like, but like maybe hmm. she was angry about it. And, like she had a crush on you. Took it out on me, right? I don't know. Um, hmm. And like about three or four years in after like after college um because i'm old but she had messaged me because like i'm so sorry i did those things to you and i wanted to be like mm, that's amazing you messed me up for life dude like wow. there's no saying sorry like you physically like it was some psychological warfare because mm. you know in college when you live on campus and you live in the same dorm as someone like someone that really wants to torture you can really go to town absolutely when you're that vulnerable yeah and maybe like they were very psychologically uh brutal they were um they stole stuff out of my room they were just the meanest people and it's like no matter if you want to say sorry to make yourself feel better it's like okay but uh it's never gonna change it like i'd I might hit you in the face if I ever saw you in real life again. Mm-hmm. You should send yeah. them. You should send them a copy of this episode. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Just send them like what, like a yeah. link to their Facebook. Like, hey, what's up? You get paid off this episode too. So for them to listen <laughs> to it, just getting paid, killing two birds with one stone. But yeah, man. Go ahead, Jr. What's what's the ugliest? You know, what's, what's your ugly? Yeah. yeah, you know what's funny? This comes easier than the the beautiful thing. Um, I would say. The ugliest thing I see now is this generation, this generation of people that how they raise these kids now these days. I would say they're a little bit too soft. I it, it bothers me how they 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 coddle them so much. Like I, where I work, I I just see all this all the time, and I see how the kids talk to their parents. I think that's the ugliest thing, like the back talk. The, the blatant disregard of like, hey, thank you, please, or the simple little things. I think that is the ugliest thing now. Like, I, I don't understand where we just started saying, hey, let's, let me not give you responsibilities. 
let me just make sure you're all taken care of and you don't have to worry about anything and just coddle them so much that they don't know how to raise themselves like certain people don't know how to use the internet and they're they're older they can just use instagram that's it that's the internet for them um just the common sense things that are not there anymore that's the ugliest thing to me like it bothers me a lot like i i shouldn't have to answer like hey i don't know my password how do i figure that out on something that is yours and that you fill out your personal information and i need to figure that out it it just bothered me I talked to a child the other day and they did not know what a VHS player was. Mm. And I almost cried. (laughs) Like, I don't mind. Like, if you don't know what Blockbuster is, like, whatever. But because she didn't know about that either. But she didn't even know what the word VHS was. And I was like, Jesus. That's That's insane. You know, he used to have to rewind the shit that we rented. Yeah, it would ruin the movie. Rent it from a place. Wow, we're dating. That's that's dated right there. (laughs) You remember Blockbuster? Like the fees they would charge you for not returning the video. And I didn't even think that was far that far back. Like I just thought, you know, I did have a woman the other day though um, start talking about CD players, like. like Walkman with CDs and she said it like I wouldn't know what it was and I was like oh my god thank you uh, thank you for thinking I'm that young that I don't know what a CD Walkman is like I fought that struggle I was listening to Jay-Z jamming on the (laughs) that's hilarious that's crazy to think that Jay-Z is what he's like 50 now Jay-Z is 50 yeah so like he's man Money makes you look young, or no? Yeah, even or now. I remember I was in middle school when Eminem's first album dropped. Oof. That's crazy. But speaking of like Jay Z and and just having being famous and looking young, uh, what do you think like makes someone beautiful? Most and foremost, do you think at the end of the day, it's you know who they are, like their their ideology, their personality? Um, their looks you know at the end of the day how do you define beauty because everyone defines beauty in their own right uh, let's go first uh, i'll go oh. first i think i'm gonna go first on this one um i would say beauty is is just how a person carries himself like at the end of the day like if you see how they carry themselves how they talk or how they react to things. Um, I think that's beautiful. Obviously, looks is, is like a big thing. But um, I would say the way, like for a woman to carry herself in a, in a manner like, not that she knows she's beautiful or anything like that, but that she speaks with an elegance. It's hard to, to explain it. but And then it's more than that. Just like they hit every spot where they're, they're funny, they're smart, and they, they give you witty comebacks here and there. I think that is beautiful. Like, okay. looks help, but if right. you can't hold a conversation or have fun or talk about VHS or, <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, like realize like, man, certain things that we can connect on, like I, I think 
that's that's the biggest beauty right there like you've got to find that connection and like you you were talking about your wife can read and she cleans herself and everything that's great but that's those are the things that probably makes her her and then obviously all the other women weren't doing that i don't know what was going on no, there they weren't taking charge of animal farm it was I, rough yeah you know you want to be a, you want to be a gentleman and not tell a girl man you smell like ass but you know as i've gotten older my standards have increased you know yeah like, you know this but actually that, 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 that real honesty that that might be beautiful too it was like yo um you're really close to my face right now and i can smell what you ate like that that is real talk real talk is also good so I would say uh, the yeah. way you carry yourself and real swap. Boom. I like that. All right, Sarah, your turn. What makes someone beautiful? I think I think it's their personality. Um I I mean it could be a lot of things rolled all into one. It can be confidence or how they treat other people. Um you know, or like you were saying, you know, being funny and smart. And I think it's not always about looks. Like there's definitely a little bit, like you're gonna have to, uh, if you're, if you like someone, you have to have some sort of chemistry with them just physically. But you absolutely need to have some sort of personality you know, okay. connection. Like you could be Brad Pitt and I'm, you could be the stupidest person on the block and I'm probably not going to find you attractive. So it's, it, there's, there's a, a lot that goes into it that if you treat someone terribly or like you were saying earlier, Jenner, like uh, with the gentleman, you know, that you met, like if you're going to treat someone with like kindness, like that says a lot about a person, like how someone... <clears throat> treats their uh, superiors and inferiors is super important to what makes someone beautiful. So if you guys are yeah. so just by going what you guys are both saying as far as being selfless, confident, self-aware, very cultured and so forth, then basically Mother Teresa is like the Tyra Banks of like beauty. <laughs> Well, I, don't, I don't know what she looks like. I, can't, I, can't, I, I need to, like, you know, just, uh, you know, because I don't think Mother <laughs> Teresa was quite as funny as I was looking for, but I don't, <laughs> like, she was a great lady, no. but I don't think her wit really, um, <laughs> no, but like, think about it. What everyone we are grown, we are put in a world, in a right. society sure. where people have certain unrealistic expectations. You know, because of Photoshop, because of technology, um, there's an app called uh, Facetune, not Autotune, but Facetune, where you can like tune up your face and take off your, you know, the pores in your face and change your smile and change your eyes and all that kind of stuff. And I find it very funny that so much energy and attention gets put on these looks. But as we're speaking, because we're normal human beings and we're everyday consumers, think the complete opposite. So who do you think? sets these okay yes i just answered the question that's a social uh, social media marketing companies you know get the perception that all right this is how we set the standard for beauty but honestly like 
how do we i know dove is making a conscious gonna, effort to show what's beautiful but like who the hell is saying yeah we need to make sure that all women they're like size four below that's the standard for like our models that's the standard i, I, didn't, I didn't i don't think that's like somebody setting that standard i would say it's it's the media showing you all these things like well everything i look up online it's always gonna sex sells so they want to sell you that stuff so i think right. it's media pushing that towards us all the time and then we're just agreeing with it we're just following it because it's forced back to us all the time i think it's media and society like i i don't think that at, at least in my uh in my history like i don't think people go for what they want i think out of the many relationships that I've been in, I don't think people actually go for what feels good. They go for what looks good. Right. And I like no offense to anyone I've been with. It's just uh, I have been a part of a lot of things that I like you, but and you're great, but and I don't think there's ever been a time because I'm not a size two and I'm I'm not someone that like they want to maybe introduce to all their friends and I think that like it, may, it might be the way I'm thinking in my mind but I think that's what a lot of women have a problem with because like when you're talking about Dove and all of these things that are trying to get uh, you know different women's looks and like vibes, like how they how they appear and the fact that they're not, you know, they're a size 10 and a size 16, like they, they, they're small and pear shape and tall and not everyone fits into the same type of- I want to harp on that for a second because you are, as we know so far, you are a female. And I know that the standards are completely different from guys to female and so forth. As far as I could throw on a t-shirt and some wrinkly pants, gym shorts, and I'll be fine. And that's acceptable. But growing up, do you have like any, like a story that you can share that kind of shows and talks about the pressures you had growing up as, as a young woman and becoming your own? Because I know girls are always kind of force fed all this bull crap from their girlfriends, from their family, like their aunties, like, yeah, you should be wearing dresses more. And then the whole uh, play, uh, catching up with the Joneses at school and the Mean Girls thing, and like growing up as a female and having all these articles, you know, did, did you ever have like, did you ever like see like a magazine article and said, damn, this is going to get me a boyfriend or man, yeah. I don't have this. So if I don't have this, no guy's going to like me. Yeah. Um, for sure. And do you think uh, it? I, up, yeah. I was going to say, I, in, um, like I was saying in middle school, I think maybe when I was in fourth grade, mm-hmm. I was super bullied because I was, I wasn't like, I wasn't like obese, but I was overweight in comparison to all the other girls. And I think I definitely got made fun of for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that when I got to high school, I think I constricted myself a lot on what I ate. Um, I think in college, I constricted myself a lot on what I ate and diets and like what I would allow myself because I felt like I had to fit into that um, that size um, or into that image of what uh, was acceptable, uh, especially in high school when 
I was always the friend, but never the girlfriend. Mm, I didn't have big tits. Uh, I did. I, I I wasn't I wasn't like the prettiest out of the bunch, and like I think I'm pretty. I just think that like I you know in in terms of like what you know I wasn't tan. I wasn't like a size two. I wasn't like big boobs. Like I was the funny guy, and that was my shtick. And I was always like the friend of everyone. So and I, like I kind of got it after a while, and. And then in college, and even now, like sometimes it's, I, I'll have uh, people that I might date that think I'm awesome, but then you know, just kind of say like I got other stuff going on, or yeah. uh, it's too far, or I'm too busy, or there's just there's always an and but, and I think mm-hmm. that like sometimes it's you think in your mind like if maybe I was just like. 30 pounds lighter maybe I would be the one and I don't think you should think that I think I've gotten to a point now where I'm super strong in my confidence that I am and I am funny and I thank you and I and I I've I've really cultivated what I think I want to be as an adult and a human being and and I think that someone that likes that will come along and they will want to stand for that and want to be there so no matter what size I am and hopefully they'll like it you know if they see it but oh, fuck them. If they don't like it fuck them you know that's that's on them that's, that's yeah. not your problem that's their problem Continue. so I, yeah. I think you need to be confident because and i think it's great that like dove and airy and all of these companies are like get it girls because not like the average size is not a size one or two it like it's literally like a 12 or 14. that was like a negative i thought it got into the I, negative numbers i used I'm to fit into a size 10 for the gap and I can't even get a size 10 up my hips anymore. I'm still size 10. They've just changed it to where it's smaller than what it used to be. So you shouldn't feel terrible about sizes. You should wear whatever the hell you want to wear. You shouldn't feel bad that someone didn't call you back or didn't text you because they're seeing someone else. Like you should feel good about yourself because you know you're doing you. Now, if you don't and that's mind, beautiful. you know that, what I mean. That is, that's like the most beautiful thing I've ever heard. But I want you to kind of add a cherry on top of this, and I love for you, knowing what you know now, if you could give advice to your old self and some of the listeners out there who are struggling with this kind of self identity and so forth, what advice would you give your old self? I think the advice that you would give your old self could kind of help someone who's listening right now. I think, you know, because you have, you've had and you are having a hell of a journey and you're like probably, you know, you're like one of the most, you're one of the many beautiful people that I know. And, you know, that's really what got me into doing this podcast with you because of your energy, your personality, you know, you're just all together, just a well-rounded individual. You know what I mean? And I really respect you for that. And you don't want anybody who would want you because of looks, because looks can fade. But like we were talking about earlier, personality that culturedness having like ability to hold a conversation is what's sexy so knowing what you know now sarah you could go back in time i said hey sarah i guess what i'm i come to you from 2019 and my advice to you is 
blankety blank 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 what would you say to your <laughs> I like that I, like... <laughs> um, I don't know I would tell past Sarah that you need to work on you and it's not really important about what other people think as much as you think it is because it's hard when people say don't worry about it and you can't stop worrying about it um, because that's that's a real thing like anxiety is just going to happen no matter what um, but I think that you should wear those pants if you want to you should wear that bathing suit because you think it's cute not because you're worried about your thighs like you should eat that pie because it's delicious like there's no you shouldn't stop yourself from living life and doing things because you're worried about someone else's opinion on your own self-worth just do what you want and don't be so upset about everyone else's opinion of you I love that Ooh, that was the most beautiful thing right there that that right there that touched me I'm like here and I was like whoa this is amazing JR from you from the male perspective uh, from growing up you know, for from all these, all this crap thrown at us, saying, you know, girl wearing a bikini—that's who you want to date. Setting the standards. If you could give advice to yourself, the younger you, you know, just as far as how you see the world, or how you see women and other people, how you see uh, beauty. What kind of advice would you give yourself on how you see the world from when you were like your like your ten-year-old self? My ten-year-old like, self, I would. Uh, I would just tell myself, take your time, take your time. I would say your friends are more important. Your friends were more important. Um, working on you was more important than anybody else. The only reason why I say that is I think everything was pushed and society was like pushed to me. It was like, get a girl. You know what I mean? Be with a lot of girls, like hang out with the prettiest girl or whatever it was. I don't think that was the right thing for me to do. It, it pushed me into somebody that maybe I didn't want to be, but it, I grown from that. And I think the perception of me was wrong the whole time. I was just being somebody I, I didn't want to be. So I would tell myself, like, enjoy life. Be you and don't worry about what everybody else was thinking. Just no different than Sarah over here. Like I, I let the audience around me decide who I should be with, or what I should do, or how I should do things. I shouldn't be. Should have been that guy that wanted to be with all these girls. Like, hey, I'm dating this chick. I'm dating this chick. I'm messing around with this chick. I'm doing that. It shouldn't be. It was. It shouldn't be like that. It wasn't wasn't cool but the audience around me was like do whatever you want through you're young you know what i mean that's cool man just be with all these chicks like it doesn't it that didn't really matter to me what mattered to me was like having fun with my friends and i think i missed out on being a, a like a kid wow. like i missed out on like really focusing on me and growing me as an individual because i was so focused on like let me have fun and do these things with these people because I thought it was cool. 
or be around these women because I thought they were great. And in actuality, where did they help me? You know what I mean? Like they didn't help me like in the manner that like to inspire you to be a better person. They just wow. put you in the same space. They they draw that our audience from you. Like, oh, you're gonna be this type of dude. So I wow. you get what I'm saying? Like it's it's hard for me to explain, but like I felt good like the audience made me who I was around me. Right. I should have just been focused on being a kid and just hanging out and just going out to the movies. Like I remember just going to the movies was the biggest thing for me. Going to the mall to see a movie with my friends was the most amazing thing. But and then I let the audience say, yo, like hanging out with this chick and doing this and partying here and doing that. I would tell myself, it's not about that. It's not about being with the most beautiful chick. It's not about trying to to fit this stereotype of a a guy to to be messed you know messing around like i didn't it's not it's, it's, it wasn't cool i would tell myself it's not cool have fun be a kid enjoy life Respect. i think that's that's the, yeah. that's the biggest thing that's it that's crazy that's probably the most honest answer it's like good. i've got it like on tape <laughs> for me <laughs> Guy, and I appreciate you guys being as vulnerable and as open as you are. Yeah, and this guess, is a real one today. Yes, I'll pick <laughs> Did I get deep? Of... Did I get too deep? I'm sorry. Got, no, I think we yeah. both got deep. We were you got mobbing. You got rolling in the I was like, no. man, like all well, this whole episode, I was like, man, he's not going to invite me back on. I got too <laughs> talked on here. Oh my God, I'm talked on this right now. <laughs> I guess I'll make this conversation a little bit more depressing but not depressing but <laughs> um, I'd say first and foremost if I had a time machine to go back in time I wouldn't go back too far because there's been a lot of advancement for colored people because you know anyway that's another episode because I mean, what's back <laughs> like, time machines only going to go back so <laughs> in the 30s or the 60s because my ass yeah I couldn't be a cowboy, but anyway, um, I would say advice that I'd give to my 10 year old self is that I was consumed with keeping up with the Joneses, having a girlfriend, because I thought that being with someone would make me happy. And um, one of my biggest fears in life is dying alone. I don't want to do that. When my mom passed away of breast cancer, I saw what my father turned into. And and I kind of, at the end of the day, if you heard the previous episode, my father, he abused alcohol, abused me, my mother, my sister. And I felt like, you know, my mom, when she passed and my dad, you know, had to deal with her death. It was kind of like, ha motherfucker. Like, yeah, like, I want you to feel like shit. I want you to feel that. But anyway, I saw what it turned him into. So he was already kind of, and we'll talk about this later, but to just summarize everything, just growing up, I thought that in order to be whole, you had to be with someone. Fast forwarding to being high school and in college, I always told myself I'd I get in these toxic relationships. And there was one toxic relationship that I was in. And I told my, and, and this is so toxic. She said, um, like, I need you to follow. She made a list of things she wanted me to do to kind of be the man that she wanted me to be and one of the things on the list was get over the death of my mother which was like like really fucked up but in my mind this is yeah this is where i was at in my mind i was like you know what i'd rather be miserable miserable than lonely 
and I don't think that I'm worthy enough to be loved and I don't think that I could be with anybody at all so I was just like you know what if this is as good as it's gonna get I'll try to get over I try, I would try to get over the death of my mother and do all these crazy things man wow. mind you didn't, she was a psych major uh, but anyway the point is is that if I can give advice she to was my, a psych major? so she would question everything I would do and it was a toxic relationship but I stayed in the relationship because I was, I was afraid to be by myself so if I give myself advice I tell myself like look bro you're gonna get married to a really hot amazing girl all this other crap don't worry about it it's gonna get better you know you're the one this is just practice matter of fact uh, the first girlfriend I ever had actually signed my marriage license no way. The first, the first girlfriend that I had, shout out to Josie. Uh, she's, we're kind of hey, like, we, we dated in like middle school and everything. She broke up with me because she said I could do better. And then like during that time, I tried to like, okay, kind of get back with her, like saying, okay, we'll be friends. But then when your feelings get hurt, I'm going to sneak in and be that friend you need to cry out. Uh, to cry on their shoulder. Anyway, uh, Natalie in love with her, da da da. Then she said you could do better. She broke up with me. Anyway. It's funny because, like, over time, like, we laugh at it. And she even wrote me, like, a, a card for my wedding saying, See, I told you I was right. I was Aww, right. You could, you that's could amazing. But yeah, but we still talk to this day. When I got fired from my last job, I actually stayed at her house. She came up to Atlanta. I, we'll talk about that story amazing later. But friends. yeah, but the crazy part is the girl, the first person that I thought I loved, and we'll talk about it in another episode because love is not actually <laughs> love, it's called limerence. Limerence is actually a temporary feeling that we have whenever we fall in love. So the things you see in the movies, this is actually a scientific thing. When you say you fall out of love of some, with someone, you actually fall fall out of limerence. So when it's you like lose limerence, is. yeah, it's just kind of like adrenaline. So we when you fall, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. We, like, are you where are you getting all this information? Oh, You've been shooting have, me with nothing but hard facts this whole you, time. You have like nobody to talk to for a long time. You start a podcast and start saying smart shit. I went it's since really I was five bad. years old to say shit like this. No, um, <laughs> but no, you get bored and you don't have sex for nine years. You start to get creative and then start to get <laughs> bored and find out. Just writing things down in a notebook, trying to reference them later. But no, going back to my old stuff, I'd say that you know what? Don't settle for less. Things will get better. Right now. Yes. Do not make temporary, what does Charlemagne the God say? Do not make decisions, don't make long term decisions on temporary emotions. Ooh, I like that. I like that. So, and if I knew, know what I know now, like all those relationships I was crying over, making songs about, you know, girl, take me back. You guys can probably check out those songs later in another yeah. episode. But no, I, I thought that that was where the buck stopped, but it gets better. Sarah, you will find your knight in shining armor. Armor, yeah, you will. You, you will. Know, JR, you'll find your queen. You'll find that woman that into that stimulates you intellectually. You're, you, you know, you're, you're gonna be good. You, you guys are good people. And I think at the end of the day, this whole episode is just kind of like a cleansing and just a reminder that you know what people say on the outside of what's beautiful and what's not, they don't really mean that. You know, if, if, if we're if it's three of us talking amongst each other, saying that beauty comes from personality and not really looks, I can only imagine the amount of other people that feel and think the same way. So if anything, right. when they say don't judge, judge a book by its cover, that's what society is doing. That's what the media is doing. And thank goodness, as of recently, 
they're changing that. Um, but uh, after you know, we go ahead and do our final send-offs. I'm going to go ahead and leave you guys with a talk, a little a little snippet from a TED talk from one of the ugliest people in the world. Yes, I went ahead and did some research and looked for the ugliest person in the world, and Where's this young lady was actually dubbed the ugliest person in the world. And because she was dubbed the ugliest person in the world, um, she actually a public speaker. She has a book. So for someone that was trying to shame her, because she did a video about singing and then made fun of her, now she's like making buku money. And she said, I want to hug the person that called me the ugliest person in the world because I wouldn't be living. She as nice her as her. So see, the universe really has a way of working itself out. And um, I'm, you know, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what the future holds. Like I never thought in a billion years that I would be with the beautiful queen that I am with now. I never thought I'd be doing a podcast. I never thought that people would actually like me. I know that I'm a very weird individual, but you know, I never thought that I would be able to, I don't know, just, just kind of meet other individuals that would kind of accept me for who I am because it's a very shitty world and it's very easy to kind of believe and suck in all that negativity. You know what I mean? Um, but before we sound off, JR, did you have anything or any uh, thing that you wanted to say before we kind of end this episode about what is beautiful and what is not? No? Um, yeah, sure. Um, just remember, like, you're beautiful. You're listening to this right now. I want you to know that you're beautiful. You're an amazing person. You're smew. You're smew. Smart. That's smart and cute. Smew. Um, you're. I just want you to know that you, you're just an amazing person. You took the time out to listen to this podcast. And if this touched you in any type of way or anything like that, like you have an amazing heart, which makes you even more beautiful, if that's even possible. Um, I think we just have to just stop and just really look at ourselves before we can judge others on some more deep stuff that I'm never probably going to be on this podcast again because I got too deep on you guys. Um, but that's it. Just stop and think and you're beautiful. Boom. Sarah, what do you got? That was, that was beautiful. That was nice. I like that. I think beauty is in the eye of the beholder. So don't ever question that you're not beautiful because someone out there thinks that you're the cat's man. Oh. That's nice. And then actually, in true chance form, um, I actually looked at the definition of beauty and it says the combination of qualities such as shape, color, or form that pleases the aesthetic senses, especially the sight. So it says nothing about, you know, size one or two. It just talks about really enhancing the the kinesthetic experience, the, 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 the hearing, the seeing, the tasting, the touching. Food is, food is beautiful. You know, animals are beautiful. You know, uh, music is beautiful. You know, a person being able to kind of walk for the first time it, you know, out of you know, out of being a paraplegic for a long time, that's beautiful. Someone being able to see for the first time is beautiful. But I think the most important and beautiful thing of them all is seeing that you are beautiful, like Jr. and what Sarah said. So you know, I want to start looking in the mirror 
I need to get a beer, bigger mirror because I'm the big guy and Jasmine's small. <laughs> anyway, here and there, but I'm gonna look at myself and say that I'm beautiful and have that self love and put some uh, uh, logic on rotation that everybody um, thing. I wish I could play the song. Affirmation mirrors. What? Like, like uh, you could do like an affirmation mirror, like right. You know, you are beautiful on the mirror. Get like give yourself some kudos and each morning when you get ready for work and whatnot like you can see it and feel it like you write that oh, down she wakes up in the yeah. morning she sees yeah. that you might leave you another message back and it could be your new thing Yo, oh that's some cute man. shit that's some cute I shit know. man she doesn't hear it this episode because then she'll know what my secret is and what I'm doing she'll never know <laughs> but anyway I appreciate you guys just coming on the show being as awesome as you are JR you're always welcome on our show so about yesterday I really appreciate you just taking out the time and being as vulnerable as you are Sarah don't forget that your knight in shiny armor will come sooner than you think um, Chance, you just talk too damn much, so you need to wrap up this show, which I will. And I'm going to go ahead and leave you guys with an excerpt from the ugliest person in the world. This is so about yesterday. My name is Chance. This is Sarah, and that's Jr. So we'll <laughs> see you guys next time. And uh, when I get back from Putacana, I'll tell you about how awesome of an experience it was. If you survive, yeah, I'll be fine. Yeah. We'll survive. Yes. <laughs> All right, you guys. We love you, and we'll talk to All you right. later. Thank you for joining us. Right now, you're about to hear Lizzie Velasquez, the woman who is dubbed the ugliest woman in the world, give her TED Talk. I kind of want to tell you a little bit more of the, I don't want to say basics, because we don't really know anything about my syndrome. I was born with this very, very rare syndrome that only two other people in the world, including myself, that we know of have. Basically, what this syndrome causes is that I cannot gain weight. Yes, it does sound as good as it is. <laughs> I can eat absolutely whatever I want, whenever I want and I won't really gain any weight. I'm gonna be 25 in March, and I've never weighed over about 64 pounds my entire life. Okay, <laughs> so I could either choose to be happy or I could choose to kind of be upset with what I have and still kind of complain about it. But then I started realizing, am I gonna let the people who call me a monster define me? Am I gonna let the people who said kill it with fire define me? No. I'm gonna let my goals and my success and my accomplishments be the things that define me, not my outer appearance, not the fact that I'm visually impaired, not the fact that I have this syndrome that nobody knows what it is. So I told myself I'm gonna work my butt off and do whatever I could to make myself better because in my mind, the best way that I could get back at all those people who made fun of me, who teased me, who called me ugly, who called me a monster, was to make myself better and to show them, you know what? Tell me those negative things. I'm gonna turn them around and I'm gonna use them as a ladder to climb up to my goals. That's what I did. 
I told myself I wanted to be a motivational speaker. I want to write a book, graduate college, have my own family, my own career. Eight years later, I'm standing in front of you, still doing motivational speaking. First thing, I accomplished it. I wanted to write a book. In a couple weeks, I will be submitting the manuscript for my third book. I wanted to graduate college, and I just finished college. I'm getting a degree. I'm getting a degree in communication studies from Texas State University in San Marcos, and I have a minor in English. I really, really tried to use real life experience uh, while I was getting my degree, and my professors were not having it. But I wanted to have, lastly, my own family and my own career, and the family part is kind of down the line. My career part, I feel like I'm really doing well with it, considering the fact that when I decided I wanted to be a motivational speaker, I went home, I sat in front of my laptop, went to Google, typed in how to be a motivational speaker. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I worked my butt off. I used the people who were telling me that I couldn't do this to motivate me. I used their negativity to light my fire to keep going. Use that. Use that. Use that negativity that you have in your life to make yourself better because I guarantee you, guarantee you, you will win. Now, I want to end with asking you again. I want you to leave here and ask yourself what defines you. But remember, brave starts here. Thank you.